0: ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music, and more. When a person dies, they take to their grave a treasure trove of genetic information preserved in their bones. An international team of researchers has been analysing ancient DNA from prehistoric human remains, and they've uncovered some of the earliest cases of chromosomal disorders, including Down syndrome and Edwards syndrome. And the way they were buried suggests they were valued members of their ancient societies. Dr. Ben Rolak is a statistician from the University of Adelaide and led the team that made this discovery. Ben, thank you for your time this morning. How did this research project begin and what did you set out to to find out?
1: Uh, It was a sort of a joint effort between myself and a colleague at the Max Planck Institute for Evolutionary Anthropology in Germany. And we were basically just screening a a large in-house data set for um, chromosomal aneuploidies, which is when you see something you don't expect to see. And uh, we sort of stumbled upon a couple of cases that were published, and then we decided to look at chromosomes 21 and 13 and 18. And that's how it sort of happened. We didn't expect to find anything, and we did.
0: And what was the geographic distribution and age of the DNA data that you analysed?
1: Right, yes, I mean it's you're left with what you, you can look at, so we have to rely on archaeological finds and a lot of those are basically European because of preservation and research funding. So we did look across the world, we had samples in Oceania, in uh, Asia, in the Americas, in uh, Africa, but the vast majority of our data comes from Europe and that's where we found all the cases and they went back as far as about three and a half thousand years Uh, before Christ and up to only 200 years ago.
0: And you detected six cases of Down syndrome. Is that the first for samples of this age?
1: Uh, No, there was one case that was um, noticed but not studied in Neolithic Ireland from uh, about 2,000 years, uh, sorry, about a 1,000 years before our oldest case, um, which we reanalyzed and
0: confirmed. And a case of Edwards syndrome was also found. What is Edwards syndrome?
1: Uh, Edwards syndrome is, um, instead of it being chromosome 21, uh, it's chromosome 18, where there's an extra copy. And um, sadly, it comes with much, much more um, physically invasive symptoms, Um, such things as complete bone um, misformation. And uh, in fact, things like the the, the organs can be on the outside of the body. It's a lot. It's a lot um, more aggressive.
0: Why was finding that especially significant?
1: Uh, well, Edwards syndrome only occurs in around about one in three and a half thousand births or pregnancies, um, and usually the individuals don't make it to birth. So um, you don't kind of expect to find the remains of, of unborn children. This is um, uncommon. And so between the rarity of the um, condition itself and the rarity of the type of burial, it was, it was a very lucky find from that perspective.
0: What was it about the archaeology of the burial that suggested these infants were loved and treated with care and respect?
1: Uh, well, these finds came from different time periods across different cultures. Um, so we were only able to compare them to what was happening at the time. But in absolutely no case were the children not buried, um, according to at least the, the standard practices. And in many cases, they had special burials, such as uh, one individual was buried with a, a beautiful and ornate bead necklace. Um, another individual was buried surrounded by goats and sheep, which is you know quite expensive at the time. And many of these burials were inside the home, so that the children stayed with whoever buried them. Um, And in fact, in the Iron Age Spanish cases, we found children weren't usually buried at all. They were usually cremated, as were the adults. So there was a lot of very special cases where clearly love was shown to the children in their burials.
0: From the data that you worked with, can we draw any conclusions about the rates of genetic disorders to the numbers we see today?
1: Um, Well, I I am a statistician by training, and so I did try to do this, um, and they weren't much different to what you might expect, but it's also very, very hard to compare these things because in modern cases, we observe what we look at. Uh, In ancient cases, we observe what we find. And so actually finding these cases, because they're usually very, very small children, uh, means that we're probably not observing a lot of cases just by not being able to find the remains. So uh, I think it'd be a very brave statistician that would try to draw too much conclusions from these rates.
0: Okay, so this is perhaps a starting point. What's next for the research?
1: Um, we're really interested in in going much deeper into uh, genetic disease and disorder, um certainly rare cases of disease and disorder. It's if you look at the the research at the moment, it's a lot of things like plague and big diseases that we know a lot about. We don't really know about personal disease like this and how communities and the people around um, the the individuals that we find how they viewed uh, rare disease. So we're really interested in sort of refining our methods to start detecting other things that aren't maybe as easy to find as complete copies of uh, chromosomes.
0: A really interesting piece of work. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Dr. Ben Rolak is from the University of Adelaide and is the lead author of the research published today. You're listening to ABCR and Breakfast. Stream
1: any ABC radio station live and on the go. Discover new podcasts, music and audiobooks, all free on the ABC Listen app.